Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Friday Night Insight here on Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. And of course, it is... The hot take queen, the ultra chat machine, Steph Chase is in the place. You heard me. Uh, She's hey. on Friday nights. Louis, of course, was in yesterday, but it's mm-hmm. still okay. We're still going to get our Steph fixed. Steph, how are you? I am good, Alex. How are you? I'm fantastic after our Irish uh, swan song the other night. Wasn't that good? No, it was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on my channel, firstly. And I had such a great time. Um, We had a really fun chat about not just Dynamite, but everything. And mm-hmm. how was your St. Patrick's Day hangover? Uh, yes, uh, the next day I did say, um, oh, I'm really... I'm really, really tired. And everyone's like, are you sure that's not code for hungover? But no, um, the Irish <laughs> the Irish whiskey, the proper 12, didn't get to me that bad, I don't think. But uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I see that, you know, in, on Twitter, we had like a few thousand people and checking it out. So anyone who hasn't yeah. checked out Steph, they need to give it a go. I know. Even if you've watched Dynamite, which I'm sure you all have, check it out anyway, because we talk about lots of other stuff like whiskey irish wrestlers oh <laughs> alex's family history like when we first met everything <laughs> yeah my mum messaged me and she was like oh yeah you you left this bit out you left this bit out i was like all right mum like the, the, the hour wasn't for my family tree jesus um <laughs> we'll yeah, do yeah. another episode for that though <laughs> alex's family tree well, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll do a deeper dive why the hell not um what, yeah here we go. Uh, there are some comments popping off here. I just saw a good one. Matthew McCoskey, Steph showing up on screen, just made my entire weekend and all the next Aww. week amazing. Thank you, Steph and Alex. Wow, you Thank can make you. Some, you can make someone's week in advance, Steph. <laughs> I know that's crazy. Oh, I should charge for that. <laughs> should monetize that power in some yeah. way <laughs> but thank you Matthew thank you for a nice comment thank you for watching maybe I'll see you later but yeah thank you Yes, well, I mean, Matthew, maybe you and those watching this uh, have something to say about the show today. Any hot takes you want to get into, Steph and I, please do that. We would love your Ultra Chats. You know what to do by now. Mm -hmm. Of course you do. It would be heading to wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. Type whatever you want. Get your fingers busy. (laughs) Whatever you like. And uh, the mod mother herself, mod mother, will give us the goods and we will get them read out on screen. So please do. Mm-hmm. We uh, we and Steph are eager for your hot 
takes. Um, I know, I always... especially on a Friday. On a Friday, I'm not used to this. Exactly. Are you drinking, Steph? Have you got a Friday no. night drink? <laughs> I'm not drinking. I have to. I have to stream again at 11:30. No, 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 no. A, <laughs> Steph, oh, Steph only drinks on Dynamite pre-shows. I mean, on camera, off camera, whatever. But on camera, only on Dynamite pre-shows. Yeah. Um. I mean, Friday. You you don't know this because Louis normally here, but it's McDonald's Day in the McCarthy household. So um, oh, nice. That's it. I packed the kids off to bed. We've made the these weird dinosaur toys they've got in McDonald's at the moment. You don't want them. Mm-hmm. Um, I always watch and hope Alex has soundproof studio, especially with his kids trying to get to bed. X Pack Heat with the missus. <laughs> Scott Summers, you would be right. <laughs> you. you <laughs> You oh, can't wow. imagine the heat I get sometimes. Like I can just feel the daggers over my right shoulder mm. when I when I'm getting excited. But hey, hey, <laughs> hang now. That's why you need to build a home studio. I do, but listen, this puts food on the table. Damn it! <laughs> I'll be loud. <laughs> this as is I how want. you pay for McDonald's. <laughs> exactly. You want to enjoy your cheeseburger? Sit there and listen. That's fine. All right. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's. Uh, Steph, did you see, by the way, SB3 on Quizzlemania this week? Mm-hmm. He didn't quite get the job done. Uh, Sean Rossap is the, is the champion once again. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Per but, SB3. But we're proud of our SB3 giving it his best shot, right? Of course we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Good for him. Do you have any ambitions to be on that show one day, Steph? I don't know. I mean, I've never been asked, so I don't dare to dream. <laughs> well, what I will say is if if like trivia isn't your thing, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if maybe straight trivia isn't your favorite. To be fair, Quizzlemania is really more like a lot of guesswork and fun kind of almost charade stuff, right? So yeah, uh, I think SB3 was disappointed there wasn't more trivia. You know what I mean? Oh, I would want less trivia and more fun and games. Well, maybe you and SB3 are the tag team we all need. You know, great balance. <laughs> that would be a good balance, yeah. Me and SB3 are a very good team whenever we do anything together. I was going to say, the chemistry is already built in. It's a, no, <laughs> a no-brainer. Uh, let's talk about the titular news, as we so often like to do. But before I do that... Here's a reminder to subscribe, thumbs up, all of that good stuff for Wrestling Daily's YouTube channel. Please make sure you do it. It helps us a great deal. And we're on the road to 10K. You trust me. Trust me. When we get there, you want to see the merch that Steph Chase has got coming out. You want to see the merch of the good eggs. You want it. And you will see it. Is it merch at 10K? Is that the deal? That's exactly what's happening, Steph. It's going to drop. The designs are in motion now. So there you go. Really? Okay. Well, um, I hope I get pre-approval. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've just done it behind your back. It's just—it's like just, it's just your face, like ah. It's just me, like frozen or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you, uh, Steph Rollins, Dexter Loomis, uh, oh Bray God. Wyatt. There's a lot. Yeah. It's a me hugging Dexter Loomis T-shirt. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, i'll tell you what here's some um breaking news as well so i've had a busy week a uh, real busy week i've had uh cesaro had daniel bryan this morning he was so so good by the way daniel bryan mm-hmm. um i've only shared like one part of that chat but there's legit like seven parts he's just a mm-hmm. he can't help himself he just is a, f- a fountain of words um yes. so i had them two straight after this show tonight i'm speaking to nick aldis and I spoke to Joe Hendry of Ring of Honor 
yesterday. So that's that's a really broad spectrum. Mm-hmm. And guess, Steph, from AEW, who I've got on Monday. Take a guess. Take a guess. Um, um, Hook. <laughs> I wish... I would love to get into Hook's backstory. Me too. I want, I, yeah. want I, want, I want to do Hook. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Here's it. The chat is going to go mad. It's MJF again. <laughs> oh, the rematch. The rematch. Yeah. He's, the rematch. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm speaking wow. to him du- during the day on uh, Monday. And, yeah, I'm going to have a shave. I don't want that pube chin heat. I don't want none of that. Um, <laughs> no. You wear a suit, Alex. Yeah, I should. I should, right? That's my I'm, best advice. Wear a suit. I mean, I mean the, the whole thing, um, the reason why it's so great, though, is obviously after what we saw the last couple of weeks, the pinnacle has mm-hmm. been born. And so I can't wait to, like, get into that and, you know, discuss. I know that, yeah, he's probably still going to rip on me, but... I'm sure he'll yeah. have a lot to say about Chris Jericho and and the formation mm-hmm. of the binnacle and whatnot. So that leads me nicely to your thoughts on the pinnacle and the promos from Wednesday. And then we'll get to Hulk Hogan and all of that malarkey. Right. I thought the pinnacle thing was awesome. Um, I really loved Tully's promo starting it off. Um, Tully is so great. It feels like until AEW brought him, he was so underutilized. And it's crazy because mm-hmm. he's such a good promo um, and he's got such, uh, he, like he carries such gravity with everything he says. So he was awesome. Um, and then MJF's promo was was great. It was it was such a good villain reveal promo of, you know, like, ha, 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 I played you all along. Um, and it, it was very, very good. He's a great talker. And I think this is one of the best promos he's done. Um, the other, the the one negative was just I don't know why they could not find a blue navy or black suit for Sean Spears. That is my <laughs> only negative. Like like really, um, but as far as the rest of them, the presentation was great. And I think you know when they had that video at the beginning of Dynamite where they all stepped off the jet. Yeah. The like the kind of a, a a bit of a zoom on Wardlow being the last one getting off like. The, 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 everything is for this guy like the, this guy is still my pick for the future top guy and even if in the ring with the rest of them like Wardlow Wardlow's the guy so hopefully this whole you know at the end of however long this faction goes for like Wardlow's the turn here he's the Batista or whatever but yeah. yes that is the, exactly yeah. the correct way to phrase it I was about to say it before you did I feel like it's going to be like Batista's rise in evolution where he goes from heavy to, you know, finding himself, believing in himself and trusting himself to be the guy. I think me and you are like the only two really saying this, but I feel like Wardlow is the guy. He's like the secret weapon type person because you have, you know, like it's so clear how much MJF is being pushed and everything. Yeah. Um, But Wardlow's like the secret and... I just, I really can imagine in like five, ten years, you know, after we've had Wardlow, like Wardlow becomes one of the biggest stars AEW has, has ever produced. And he could even outclips an MJF or there's just, there's some great star power about Wardlow. He has all the attributes. Yeah. And, and that's but a great I even thing. felt like 
like the, he he was the one that was beating up Jericho so much. Like, yeah, it's almost like I I feel Tony Khan totally agrees with us, but he's trying to keep it a bit secret too, and just having Wardlow do these little things, you know. Um, mm. But yeah, but Pinnacle, great. Uh, it was a great um, follow up to everything that happened at the end of last week's show. The thing I love as well is that Wardlow obviously has a ready-made like legendary feud because of all the story with MJF. So when the time arrived, yeah. it is all right there. I do want to click on this comment from True Hill Heat, which is SB3. Uh, my daughter started singing her Disney songs for the first time today. My wife said she was watching you on Quizzlemania. Thank you. To. Yeah, that was awesome. SB3 did did awesome in the the singing part of that portion with like the theme. Oh, there's a singing part. Oh, wow. well, not always, <laughs> but SB3 he he, he rose to the occasion. Um, so man, SB3, we are proud of you, my friend, and I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've got a video of your little girls going for it, man, you you let you let us uh you let us do that. I'm sure they're better than you and I, so don't worry about it. Uh, let's talk about Hulk Hogan. So. WWE announced today that the hosts for WrestleMania 37 are indeed Hulk Hogan and Titus O'Neil. It's not one each night. It's not, you know, it seems like a very co-host thing. Now, there's a lot to be said about Hulk Hogan. We can be here for eternity. Like, there's a lot of people, obviously, that haven't forgiven him. Um, and you know why there's no reason they should for his racist mm. rants. Um, to be frank, I'm not going to repeat exactly what he said, obviously. Um, but what made it worse, of course, was the apology I say like that, where he basically said, You know, you don't know who's watching, not that he regretted what he said, just the fact that he got caught. Don't get like, caught, yeah, no. you know, to, to, a, to a diverse WWE locker room. That's just an insane thing to say. I feel like yeah. WWE have. Given Hulk Hogan enough of these chances, he's hosted enough, Steph. Like, why do they need to keep bringing him back out? I mean, cool for Titus, but at the same time, I feel like it's maybe a giant PR exercise to put Hulk Hogan next to Titus, right? To make out that, do you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, you know, Hulk Hogan's fine. He's not racist. Oh, come on. Like, it just, the whole thing rubs me the wrong way. And I don't, you know, I just don't like it. I feel like I feel sorry for Titus being put in that position, you yeah. know, because it, it when I saw that story come out today, my whole timeline was there was not one person on my timeline that was like, This is exciting. It was Yay, all like absolutely no one. Um and they they can't like spin it any other way. Like it's a really bad decision. I feel sorry for Titus. He's being asked to do something by a company and um yeah uh, i feel sorry for him but there is no need for wwe to use hulk hogan in 2021 there's no need for it at all because before hulk hogan you could say you know he was the most recognizable wrestler ever whatever like no one i don't i think anyone in 2021 is tuning in to see hulk hogan you don't need you actually don't need him to be part of the wwe landscape anymore if you want a recognizable mainstream wrestler we have Dwayne Johnson as the person that everyone on the street name a wrestler I'm not going to argue I'm not like we have an actually good man out there to represent professional wrestling Hogan um bringing back Hogan is not a good idea I've never 
ever, ever been a fan of Hulk Hogan since I first saw him and fell in love with Randy Savage. Um, and then when I watched his terrible reality show, I knew that man was always going to do bad things on camera. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it's terrible. Um, it's so awful. And I, I, I don't know why, but I saw a lot of people being like, Billy Kay should be hosting with Titus. It's just thought like, yeah, anyone like give it to, give it to one of the women or, um, give it to another, like a charismatic wrestler you don't have a spot for, or give it to a random celebrity who cares, but not Hulk Hogan. And even the fact that we're, we're you know talking about Hulk Hogan it's like it's such a negative I don't know why they want that bad publicity because now everyone's talking about Hulk Hogan yeah uh being a racist again like why why do they want this I don't know why someone can't say like hey this is not good like the amount of terrible things that he said like that like, he, okay he got caught on camera and there was the whole thing when his son crashed the car right and then he's yeah weird, he weirdly talked about how he worried that his family would be reincarnated as black people like I can't even begin to dissect that, but the the point is, right? WWE had him out of the Hall of Fame for how long? Was it three years? Maybe they felt like that that suffices. Like, yeah, it's yeah. fine now. People forget. I think I honestly think Vince probably thinks like that. People won't remember that. Bring him back now. But, I mean, how could people forget? Think about everything that's happened in the last year in the in the world. Is the is the hero we need back? Hulk Hogan? No, he's one person we absolutely don't need back. Do you think do you think WWE's logic is that it's Tampa because both Titus and Hulk are like Tampa natives? I, I don't know, but it's weak Stretch. logic if it is like right. because uh, I don't know. You don't think you have to be like Tampa Pacific, but how many wrestlers are from Florida? You know, <laughs> <laughs> like literally, uh, you know, anyone. <laughs> but I, yeah, I do. I do think it would have been cool for Billy Kay. Now that you know that you said that. Yeah. Perfect, especially like what she did at the Rumble. I thought the personality shone great. Let Billy Kay do it. Um, and mm. also to the point of most recognizable wrestler ever, I agree. I, I, it is The Rock now. The Rock is it's The him- Rock, and you can be proud of The Rock, which is great mm. because I don't think you could ever be proud of Hulk Hogan. Um, maybe at some point in, in the 80s, but no, like you can be proud of The Rock, and he he's you know, he's the guy. We, we don't need Hogan anymore. Yeah, I mean, even I, Austin. I, yeah, I, I I would argue that Austin. Well, Austin was. I know people always like you know Hulk Hogan launched WrestleMania and like yeah he did right, but Hulk Hogan was, uh, sorry, Steve Stone Cold Steve Austin was hotter than Hogan was at his apex. Steve Austin's apex yeah. in wrestling is legitimately the hottest point in the business, ratings wise, money wise, drawing, selling mm. out, Austin merch. Austin is top of everything. So. You get these yeah, nostalgia people that are like, oh, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. But trust me, like Steve Austin was the pinnacle of wrestling at that point. Yeah. And Hulk Hogan is now so long ago that we might as well move forward 10 years and give it to someone that came 10 years later, like an mm. Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, you're right. It's like Hulk Hogan coming back in like hosting in 2011 would have still been like, wow, okay. You know, maybe it's been like seven years since he wrestled or six, whatever it was. Okay. 2021 yeah. Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've talked about it enough. I, I mean, I, 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 as everyone knows, I'm not an overtly negative person, but there was nothing good that I could see out of this other than the fact that t- they found a spot for Titus O'Neil, but it's an uncomfortable one. So yeah. I don't know. How, yeah, all I know is I don't like it.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And just a reminder at this point, guys, if you do want to get us your ultra chats over Please do. The link is at the bottom, wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. And I know Steph would love to tackle anything that you have on the agenda. So make sure you get them into us. We'll try and get into them a bit earlier tonight because I keep leaving them late. It's my fault. I ramble. Um, but <laughs> I just had shall. a funny idea. I saw, someone in the ch- I saw someone in the chat say, as an alternative, The Undertaker. Imagine if they just brought out Mark Calloway and he was just totally as a man. It's like, this is your host, Mark Calloway, and he was like, he had just turned into like straightforward, like a yeah. like a Bruce Forsyth type figure. Yeah, cr- cracking uh, jokes and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have been here for that. I'd have been here for that. Apparently, mm-hmm. the Romania tickets have nearly sold out. I I read earlier. Wow. Both, both nights already. I mean, mm-hmm. I think uh, part of that, though, is like the cabin fever as well. Like, an event yes. being there, like you, you'd be desperate to do anything at this point, wouldn't you? So I, mm-hmm. I, I get it, but still, mania always draws. Can't deny that. Um, moving on, Steph. Let's talk a little bit about the fallout of Dynamite because obviously, me and you didn't get to do that yesterday. So um, yeah, we spoke. We spoke about NXT for like five minutes yesterday. Um, <laughs> so elsewhere on Dynamite, right? We didn't mm-hmm. get to talk about the women. Okay, so I need to get Steph Chase's thought on that legendary main event because for me, uh, like I said to him, I thought it was a historic spot that Tony Khan actually did very well to kind of get his ducks in a row where the story made sense. The feud was built to an intensity. He had the two right women in the in the spot, I would say, as well. And then they knocked it out of the park. Yeah, um, I thought the match was incredible. Um, I thought um, we were talking about this before the match that there was a lot of you know hype online. They had... Uh, a lot of the locker room tweeting about how great the match was. Um, and it lived up to that, but it exceeded it. Actually, it exceeded um, any kind of hype that you had going in. Um, but I think it it was a 
historic moment um, for women. I, I think it's one we're really, really, really going to look back on because it was nothing that we had ever seen before um, no. in a mainstream American promotion like that. And it was, I don't, I, I think, I think I've talked to you about this, like how I feel about the match that Charlotte and, and Natalia had on TakeOver um, years ago that really made me feel like things were changing. Yeah. Um, and a lot of what, like so what they had in that match, they showed like a level of athleticism and aggression uh, that was usually only the men were allowed to show, but they also allowed themselves to get down and dirty like the men, if you know what I mean. Like they, they allowed themselves for like the makeup to come off, the hair to go, you know, it just in a way that is still really rarely seen um, in like WWE women's wrestling. But this match, like these two women took it to the extreme. And I, I've said before that Thunder Rose is my favorite um, female wrestler. And, and she proved why in that match. She was incredible. But Brit, like Brit, Brit. just Brit went for it and she went out there and that, the, her face you know getting bloody like that it was it was like the true definition of blood and guts because it took guts to do what she did um and it was amazing I, i'm so glad aw let it happen aw did not have the biggest women's division um and you can argue that they don't have the strongest either because of numbers and whatever and, and stuff that's happened mm -hmm. but this match shows that they might have the women's division that lets the women do whatever they want in a positive way um, yeah. and lets them um, take whatever ideas they have and, and really go for it without any restrictions. So it, it was a hugely important match. And I think we're going to be talking about this for years and years to come. And there's so much, I, I feel like with women's wrestling, it it's come so far, and, and people know. Like I've been watching since the Attitude Era, um, and I'm <laughs> you get surprised that you stuck with it when you're watching in the Attitude Era, as far as like how women were treated and yeah. women's wrestling all, always had like little ups and downs where there were some things that they did right, um, and then some things that they didn't. Like even if you look at uh, Sable, who who. <laughs> Who for no reason I've been starting to analyze lately. And like when she started in her wrestling run, um, there was too much focus on like sexuality. But at the same time, they presented her as a woman who did not need a man because she mm. was so against Mark Merrow. And she even like at SummerSlam 98, she tagged with Edge and then it's like bye, like <laughs> whatever, like you know, like that. So there was like such a positive there, but it's totally outdone by all the other stuff they did, they did with yeah. her. Um, and then that's the same with like so many of the women, like even Trisha's evolution in the company and even Lita as well. Um, and we have started, it's got so much better, but there's just like the idea of always having to to give women a first time ever of stuff you haven't given them before um, can get grating. Like first women's Royal Rumble, first women's money in the, or bank first women's ladder match like whatever there, there's a time when you have to stop like doing these like let's let's do another first and have a celebration and just let them go out there and be proper performers um yeah. and i think that aw 
has let them. Yeah, this was the first women's lights out match, but it wasn't promoted like that. Like lights out match, and for the first time, it's girls. It wasn't promoted like that. It was promoted as a proper wrestling match, a hardcore wrestling match, and they performed as wrestlers regardless of gender or, or anything and, and it was incredible to watch and um i think aw does a lot when it comes to to gender um and how they present certain wrestlers on like whether it be male or female um but yeah th this match was incredible and a huge moment for the company yeah i mean those images like that Britt baker had you know same as like a steve austin or a becky lynch they, they last a lifetime they will be yeah. like part of the history that people will remember for, you know, forever, basically. And um, mm -hmm. I feel like, particularly Britt Baker, right? Like she was injured for a large stretch of the company's inception, the same yeah. as Chris Statlander. We, we talked about this the other night, the Joshis couldn't get over. So while, you know, I agreed at times that AEW could have done more with their mm -hmm. women, I also do appreciate they really were handicapped. They really were. Like they, they had, a, it was bare, it was, you know, threadbare. At some point, so maybe six, yeah. seven women healthy, maybe, maybe less. Yeah. At some point, like mm -hmm. that's that's very hard to then make a compelling story, especially when stop start, you know, Statlander going down with the ACL and stuff like that. We were, that's just one that springs yeah. to mind. She was kind of being primed for good things until that. So, I think you do have to take that into consideration. And it, to me, the evidence of this week shows me all I need to know. Like that is how I want it. I don't want to have to go like, you know, and people don't good for a women's match or yeah the women did well like it's just a great wrestling match and that's what it was you know even even if men had done that match i'd have been like that was insanely brutal it wasn't just brutal because it was women yeah. do you know what i mean like it was I don't, in I don't some ways take contacts. <laughs> in some ways it was more brutal than the exploding barbed wire match like yeah, there, were, some... there were spots in that 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 were that were worse but i and i think also that um when it comes to like for the wrestlers like WWE versus AEW or where should I go? I think um, for for female wrestlers, there's so many more spots in WWE that I can see them thinking like that's a safe option. But watching this match may just make them think, okay, maybe I should be an AEW because that might be the more freeing option. Well, well I think that's kind of like the Moxley effect. Right, and it works for both mm -hmm. genders. He's that—that's exactly what Moxley left WWE for. He was creatively yeah. stifled. You know, he was basically pigeonholed into this kind of jokish character by Vince McMahon, and he was like, "I don't want to be that." But he, he knew he could go to AEW, be who he is, and now look at him. Not only is he yeah. like artistically free, but he's damn successful. And that's what women will—you know, women and men will look at AEW and think that is a place where I can actually go be myself, make good money. It's not like it's yeah. not like you have to sacrifice money. It might not be WWE money, but it's good money. Yeah. And, you can, and you can still enjoy what you're doing. You don't have to be like handcuffed to the mind of Vince McMahon. Um, but, you know, that's that, I, I do think that's one of AEW's major, major advantages. Mm -hmm. We do have some a little bits of news to run through. And it, uh, one of them actually comes off the strength of this women's match. Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker... They drew 795,000 viewers in the final quarter of the show. So mm -hmm. in terms of the overall average, they actually beat that for the show. They, you know, it was like the highest point of the show. So that's fantastic, really. That a is great, fantastic news. A great indictment of, um, of how great that match was. And Charlie Caruso, 
according to Fightful, it looks like Charlie Caruso has been off WWE television because she's got backstage heat. We heard about this the other day. Randy Orton and Sheamus maybe complained that she had been late to some interview segments and whatnot. Mike Johnson has popped up and said that she's expected to be leaving the company once her contract expires. Um, she's not currently expected to make any additional appearances and her previous on-air duties have been filled by other broadcast personalities. We know that Charlie is thriving at ESPN. She's doing really well over there, getting more opportunities mm-hmm. on the morning show there. Um, I think it's a shame. I think we were saying this the other day, like you look at Renee Paquette now, um, Kathy yeah. Kelly and Charlie, three insanely talented women, in my opinion, very, very good at their jobs. Um, and I mean this with the greatest respect to WWE. I, I think their talents maybe extend beyond just wrestling. You know, they've done it. But they, they, these are people that can go and work on network TV for like major, major places. So have to be happy for them, I guess. Yeah, um, happy for her indeed. I don't, I don't think like um, the women that they use in the interview segments, they get enough free reign or able to show their personality. So I can see why they would like to move on to something, something different. Yeah, I can understand that too. Um, before we do move to Ultra Chats, and we are just about to, uh, I do want to touch on the fact that Maki Ito has come off Twitter today and Instagram, I believe. She's deactivated her accounts. Now, whilst we don't know for sure, obviously can't speak to her and get her version of events, it is a shame because it seems that Jim Cornette maybe spoke about her on his show and uh, it, some of his followers have then targeted her. Uh, I think this goes back to the microphone spot on the other week where mm. she obviously went uh, lightly. And but that's no reason to like harass and abuse somebody online. And I think it's absolutely tragic that we've learned zero lessons from some of the terrible tragedies that have befallen us over the past couple of years, Steph. Yeah, I, I this is really awful that, that this has happened to her. I don't like I don't I don't like talking about Jim Cornette because I don't want to like feed his ridiculous ego like this guy. Mm. Um, you know, it's like called the cult of Cornette for a reason. He's got all these followers that believe in every word he said. Um, Jim Cornette just has a specific problem with AEW, and I believe it doesn't even have much to do with wrestling. He does not like the presentation of that company. He has certain things that he likes to say about Kenny Omega um, that are not right. Um, and now he's, of course, has a problem with Makito because, of course, he wouldn't like that. Um, and he's just, it, it's sad to think like how he, how closed off he is from accepting anything like new and different in wrestling, but like the vitriol that he shows against AEW and the fact that he like, he hates it so much, but he reviews it just for, for views. Mm. Um, and it's awful. And uh, making, making money off spreading hate is just so terrible. And, Makito, I can imagine if you're if you're getting these awful comments all day, like just based on what this idiot said, because even before we had seen Makito on on AEW, he had something to say about her on Twitter, you know, like like just from looking at her, um, and you know now he's had even more to say, and his followers have gone after her, and I think it's just gross. I think people should just stop giving Jim Cornette attention. Um, like we don't need Hulk Hogan in wrestling, and we don't need Jim Cornette in wrestling either. Like we we really don't. And 
Um, if you don't have anything nice to say about someone, you shouldn't say anything at all. And if you don't like a match, it's fine to say that. If you don't like a show, it's fine to say that. But when you start acting like he does personally towards people or making all these little like veiled comments um, where, you know, his followers kind of work out what he's talking about, it's just not right. He's gross. Yeah. I mean, I, the last thing we want is like another Hannah Kimura situation, right? Like I feel like, and you just said it perfectly. If you've got nothing nice to say, you know, it's fine to dislike or debate and all of that stuff. But when you start personally attacking yeah. people, you honestly don't know how but deeply that can affect them. He, and he picks his little targets too. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's a Kenny Omega. It's a sunny kiss. It's a Maki Ito. He picks his targets and you know, that, that's, that's all yeah. I can say. Well, Don't we, follow Jim we, yeah, we're, we're not we're not going to give that area or that person mm -hmm. any more um, attention yeah. on this show. Um, I would just say that you know support Maki. I don't know how you could possibly dislike her, but support mm -hmm. these people. You know, I, I would say block out this hatred with support and love. That that's my. I always try and make my corner of Twitter a positive place in general, and I, I yeah. implore I implore everyone else to do the same. Yeah, me too. And she and you know, Maki, you know, just looking at her as a character a person herself, like she's so full of joy to look at. Like, look at the joy that she's able to exude. Well, why yeah. hit on that? And why why try and take take that away from her? Why why try and like you know? it's it's like I don't like rugby, right? This just a very simple example. But I'm not going to go on Twitter all day, and if someone posts about rugby, go like you're a fucking idiot. Or oh, you should die, or some like ridiculous like. Do you know what I mean? If you don't yeah. like something, I don't know why you would exert so much energy into mm -hmm. hating it. Like, just focus on the things mm -hmm. you do like, man. Like, what's? I don't. I'll never ever get that mindset. Why you have to like go on to some sort of like big ven vengeful spree? I don't. I don't understand. I don't get the. I don't get the man's mindset of people that leave bad comments, stuff that watch YouTube videos of people they don't like just to comment bad. Like it is so much nicer to spend your life watching things that you like and that right. make you happy. <laughs> it really is. I don't sit around like listen to music I don't like, you know, just for, to be like this sucks. Uh, yeah. You just you know. Yeah. Imagine that. Playing, happy. A, <laughs> playing a playing a full album, just getting angry, guys. This is awful. Why is he playing? Uh, so weird, so weird. Anyway, to the ultra chats, uh, we got a couple here. Remember, guys, uh, we want more. We want to debate more. Uh, please get us some good stuff in. I would love to talk about it. And if you have any thoughts, but let's not talk about that guy. Uh, Matthew says, uh, many things to say. I'll be there later, Steph. Uh, I realized Britain Rosa is a top three women's match in North American history, I'm assuming you mean. Uh, Becky Charlotte, Sasha Bailey, and this. Now for a discussion, let's do a fantasy draft. You love a draft, Matthew. <laughs> um, same as last week, but make it correct. Women's this time. Okay, so if I remember, uh, and this is Matthew McCoskey, I think. If, um, if I'm correct, and he can come through in the usual chat and, uh, and, and let me know, I believe he wants, you got to pick two, from Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and Impact. I believe right. that's what he said. So you, I guess you're going to pick a roster, and I'll pick a roster. So I'll let you, know, ladies first, take your first pick from Raw, and then I'll follow suit, and we'll go like that. Oh, let me make sure I pick someone that's actually on Raw. Um, Shayna Baszler. Who do you think I'll pick? <laughs> 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 I, 
I'll take Charlotte to the chagrin of everyone. I'll take Charlotte. <laughs> Go on in. Who you got? Uh, SmackDown. Uh, we'll SmackDown. I take Bianca Belair. I'll take Sasha. Uh, NXT. NXT. I take Io Shirai. <sighs> of course you did. Um, <laughs> I will take. Oh, I love Dakota Kai. I'm going to take Dakota Kai. Um, right. AEW. I wonder who you'll take. I take. Oh, does she count? She count. I take Thunder Rosa. Rosa. Yeah, I take Brit. It's a no-brainer, right? Um, and then that leaves us with Impact. Oh, I take Diana Perazzo. Oh, I. <laughs> uh, I'll take Jordan Grace. I think, but okay. I, I would have preferred Diana, obviously. And I'm gonna <laughs> some. And I'm gonna somehow draft Yuka Sakazaki. <laughs> I don't care how. But I'm drafting her, all right? Um, so, yeah, Matthew, I hope that appeases you, my friend. Two women from each brand, Raw, SmackDown, that's what it was, yeah. So, I mean, if you put our rosters together, we had one pick each. Oh, that we is, have a great roster. That's pretty insane, let me say. Yeah. Um, so, there you go. Thank you, Matthew, for that. We have another one from Matthew below. Feeling generous. Okay, mate. Uh, so, let's send another one. Steph! He's talking oh. to you, Steph. If you... If, <laughs> If you want to have a blackout night, I, I mean, I don't know if she does, <laughs> but okay. Uh, okay. Mix, mix a white claw with vodka. Blast it. <laughs> I was thinking when you said a blackout night, what does he mean? And now I know what you mean. <laughs> um, maybe uh, maybe I'll do that if I, if I get to 1K, Matthew. Yeah, there you go. That's a celebration. There you go. Um, got a chance to get the first shot of the vaccine yesterday. Affected me negatively, but Steph is what made me feel better. That's great. Oh, oh well, congrats on getting the vaccine. And yeah. yeah. Short-term pain, long-term gain. There you go. You'll be Definitely. good. You'll be good, mate. Mm-hmm. And when we're at wrestling shows again, you'll be having the time of your life. Uh, do you know what we're going to do today as well for the final 10 minutes here? I mean, we do have some bits and pieces to get into but i will let you since it's friday night and steph's not usually here um you can ask steph questions i mean you can ask us both questions but steph's here make you make, make use of steph ask steph anything q a for steph chase we're gonna get it going at uh i'll tell you what quarter two so four minutes time exactly you're allowed to ask steph chase anything for free and i'll say anything don't be a dickhead um so Keep it clean exactly my mom's watching <laughs> is she Oh, no. Oh, my mom's always watching, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. My mom watched the other day and she was like, yeah, do, do the family tree justice, Alex. So, all right, come on now. <laughs> um... So what else have we got going in the world of wrestling? I mean, to be fair, this week, Steph, right? We're talking about the projected card for WrestleMania 37. Now, I was asking uh, about this the other day. Lashley, McIntyre, Reigns and Edge. Brian could factor into that. But as we we know it right now, Reigns and Edge. Banks, Belair, New Day, AJ Omos, Orton, Fiend, probably. Oscar and Charlotte Fair, probably. Seth Rollins and Cesaro, probably. Bad Bunny, Damian Priest, Miz and Morrison, probably. Strowman, McMahon, 
probably. So we've only got four like definites and five yeah. kind of, you know, that are probable the way storylines have been going. Mm-hmm. Does that strike you as a WrestleMania card and how excited, if at all, are you for it? Um, it It's not a strong card on paper, um, but it's maybe the card that we need because Bar Edge um, and and Shane, we're not using anyone who's you know not like a, a younger roster member, uh, not that Randy Orton is, but you know like a full time roster member. Um, so yeah, it, it it doesn't look like the strongest card, but I think it's also maybe like a good card in a way as well because we don't have the Undertaker anymore. Um, you know, we're not going to have John Cena this year. And um, we may never have John Cena again if this Hollywood thing takes off. Like, yeah. who knows? So it is good to, to move on from that stuff. Um, I think uh, the match I'm most excited for is Sasha and Bianca. Yes. Um, and I'm not a fan of Edge's return, but I want to see him against Roman. And I think uh, the Bad Bunny, Damian Priest thing, I, I think that's really good for Damian Priest. So I, yeah. I support that as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you you probably got it on the head there. Mm. It, on paper, it's not like the sexiest card, right? But I, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know what I'm trying to say. But I do yeah. think, uh, I do think, as it plays out, it will be entertaining. It will be good stuff. So, yeah. and you know. we have to get away from these, from you know, legends or whatever, sometime yeah. and make new legends, and you know, just just move on. Yeah, <laughs> with WWE, just just move on. Um. So I think it's good in that respect. So because they've got, you know, more current roster members on there, I can't knock it. Yeah, me too. Reed uh, Iblan says, I've just got my many tickets. Congratulations, my man. Enjoy it. Oh, uh, hope you enjoy. have fun. Hope you have fun. And Forgotten Wonders Ubrix says, uh, McCarthy, man, when we finally get back to normal and AW comes to the UK, would you organize some kind of live meetup or similar? You know what? Um, I'm... What was going to happen before this pandemic went down was uh, I was going to do some live shows for TalkSport, right? My radio show, we were going to go to events, do live ones there, have guests and stuff pre before. So obviously that all went down the pan um, Mm -hmm. with what the last year has been. But, you know, whether it is TalkSport or whether it is Steph and I doing a wrestling daily at an AEW event, um, half cut maybe, uh, either way, we would love to do that and obviously have a live audience. Um, there will be an invite and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is that is definitely something that uh, was planned and we've had to set back, but I definitely, definitely want to do it. Um, I've always wanted to do live shows. All I can say is, like, I spent a week at home celebrating Revolution with, with content. So if you think I'm going to not do anything if AW come to the UK... You, you don't you don't know me <laughs> so <laughs> I, I i will definitely be doing like i i don't even know what i'd plan if they came to the uk but yeah doing something with you would be awesome um i would definitely you know i don't know try to organize as many things as i can like live stream stuff as much as I can. if aw came to the uk it would be like what's a massive thing that happens in the uk a freaking royal wedding or something for me yeah like, <laughs> i'd treat it like that you know <laughs> and, that's, and that's what sucks man because fighter fest was meant to be here last year yes um, i remember tony khan told me that after i want to say double or nothing i think he said that mm-hmm. um so 
we were so close, but it will happen again. Like I, I've spoken, I know Steph has too. You know, I've spoken to like Young Bucks, Tony, Cody, all of them yeah. really do prioritize getting here. They all value it. So it's just a case of when it can happen. Um, and we're, we're quite lucky in the UK, really, um, be, just because like Tony Khan being, being the owner, like he can't do anything now, but you know, Tony Khan, um, he he's he partly lives sometimes in the UK. He's a, a big he's been on the UK wrestling scene like long before AWs. He was sitting rev post shows and stuff. Like he yeah. he cares about the UK and, and, and the wrestling scene in the UK and he absolutely wants to bring his product to the UK and I think he'll do it really well. As uh, Scott Summer says, if they come over, they should do a full month. A single show won't be enough. Dustin Rhodes told me they were planning a tour last year. I believe it was going to be around Firefest. They were going to do like a spate of shows, maybe three or four. Um, They didn't have dates, but I think it was like maybe Birmingham, Nottingham, London. I can't remember now. But they, yeah, he said that the interview is on my YouTube somewhere, but he did say that they were going to they were going to do some English shows. So around Firefest, they would have been other shows mm-hmm. i did say we would do the q a so here we go uh abnav i hope i said that right uh to steph and mccarthy but primarily steph you can have it steph who has the <laughs> best aw entrance and who has the most underwhelming one steph my girl is a huge fan of you uh and got oh. into aw from your show that's very cool that is that is the, the coolest thing i've ever heard isn't that's, that isn't that the goal it is, isn't That's it, right? That's so wonderful. Yeah. The goal is 100%. My goal is to get more people interested and excited about AEW. But, uh, you know, not to be sexist, but a girl, that's even better yes. um, to bring more, to get more um, women watching AEW, more girls excited about it. Um, and that's great. And that's why I'm so, you know, happy about the match that AEW did did this week. Um no, it's great. It, it, it's great for, for all wrestling fans, but especially for female ones. Um, the best AW entrance. God, can I be biased? Yes, Jericho. <laughs> but number two, okay, look, Jericho's entrance is like is is just on the legendary level, even though AW hasn't been around for, uh, for that long. Um Judas is awesome. He's coming out to his own song, um, and it's wonderful. Um, but the second to that, I would say is Darby Allen. I love Darby Allen's entrance song so much. Whether he's skateboarding or not, um, it's awesome. Underwhelming. Hmm, that's kind of hard to think. Like who's who's kind of strikes me as underwhelming because I think that as far as the entrance music, I think um, Mikey Ruckus does a really good job. Um, so ooh, I don't know. I think that. There's, there's just some people that aren't entrance people. Like I don't see like an FTR as an entrance people, part, you know, people. And they might be neither in the pinnacle. Um, I wasn't that keen. I will say I was not that keen on MJF's music. Um, it, it just didn't didn't really grab me. But yeah, I can't really think of who has like a really bad entrance. Um, I think I think they're pretty good. But yeah, Jericho number one, Darby just up there. Okay, let's see what else we've got going on here in the chat. There, I mean, there's a lot going on for Steph. Um, wow, most underrated and overrated match in your opinion? Wow, I mean, oh, that's so ever? hard. Wow. <laughs> that... uh... Um, 
Most underrated match, I'm going to say it again, is one of my favorite matches ever, The Rock and Triple H SummerSlam 1998. I talk about this match every week. Ladder match, I love that match. More people should be watching that match and holding it up as a great ladder match and, uh, and a great storytelling match. Most overrated match, oh, um, you know what? It's, it's, I don't know which match it is, but it's something that, that Johnny Gargano was in. Um, because it, it it especially recently has got to the point where it, like I always say you know what what is the way for Johnny Gargano it's the scenic route this man takes his time mm. um to uh, to an extreme degree and I think he had some magic with Champa but it's been like recycled too much in in matches where it's not worthy um of it like I actually think the um the last one he had with with Kushida the length of it and everything was detrimental to Kushida. So some Johnny Gargano matches, I would say, are overrated. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with The Rock being underrated, so I'll let you have that. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, overrated is that's a tough one. Um, yeah, it's tough. I, I would, and again, I always feel like you know, answering this, it doesn't mean that I think the match is bad. It's just yeah, that same. you know, is it held in the regard? You know what I mean? Um, so like, I didn't. Mm. I, I didn't like adore FDR and um I wanna say Kenny and Hangman. I didn't I didn't adore it until the finish. And then the finish yeah. I was like, oh that's so good. But I think maybe my expectations were just high and then the arena was flat, it was really hot. Um so I think it's more about me than them. Do you know what I mean? Um yeah. so I, I find it very hard to say what I think is overrated because Wrestling is so scrutinized, like to get a highly rated match. <laughs> I know. Very hard. Um, I know. Yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll leave it with, with uh, Steph's opinions there. Um, someone's just, Dion, that's not even a question. Alex would just be mad. All right. Um, if, if he shows up where? At his house? At, but, at our party? Where? But, I, but let it be known, I've never, I never have and I never would personally attack the man. I've always said that I don't mind. Oh, well, you're not, you're not going to just put Spear Goldberg I'm, at I'm, a press I'm conference? Yeah, I'm, du I'm doubling down on my love over hate from earlier. Um, he's a bad wrestler, but not a bad man, um, as far as I know. Uh, what else have we got then? Steph, what would you prefer, a chop from Volta or a Bronson Reed Tsunami Splash? Jesus. Oh, wow. Um, a chop from Walter. I really like Bronson Reed, though, but I, I'd totally take a Walter chop. Um, absolutely. <sighs> it, it reminds me of when I was um, at the Bullet Club's uh, block party and Fally, like people were paying Fally to chop them. <laughs> I don't think he did any women, but he was like, like chopping men and men were just handing over their cash to him. And he was like, yeah, yeah. But that's a business. So um, Walter can get into that. Easiest cash he ever made. Jesus. Uh, mm -hmm. Steph, what's your favorite white claw flavor? Oh, um, I think it's black cherry, purple one um yeah it's it's the purple one it's, i think it's either black cherry or black carrot but i think it's black cherry uh who else we got people just talking about the themes okay oh no i just scrolled i scrolled too far down what am i doing <laughs> is paul Heyman the best manager of all time oh wow um He's in the discussion, you know. Like, he is in you the know, discussion. if you look at his body of work, he's definitely in the discussion because what he's done with Brock Lesnar is legendary stuff. You you think of Heyman when you think of Lesnar. That's very hard to do. Yeah. 
Um, he did a lot for CM Punk's career. And mm. CM Punk is somebody I never, ever would have said needed a manager. Ever. In fact, yeah. he didn't. He didn't need one. And for Heyman to still add so much to his act, I think, is a testament. And he's done it mm. again with Roman Reigns. Yeah, there was Curtis Axel and Ryback and, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. And, but I think if you look at Heyman's successes, the people he could really sink his teeth into, I mean, his body of work is right there. Who, who else, you know, would you put in that discussion? Jim Cornette, we're not going to talk about. Um, Bobby you know, Bob, Bob, Bobby the Brain Heenan, of course, is in there. Um, you know, obviously the ringside manager is kind of a... a you it's know, a has been, art, It is, it is. I mean, I'm glad that AEW used their legends in such a way where it felt yeah. like it made a bit of a renaissance. And I do think there's some women down the years that have added a lot to a, you know, a performance act as well. Of course, Miss Sherry Elizabeth as well. Like, you know, uh, there, there's a lot. So but, uh, uh, it's hard to be like, yes, that's number one. But I think I know. He, he has a claim. It, it's hard. He, he definitely has a claim. Um, I would say that Don Callis has a, has a claim too. Not, um, I just feel like um, from when I first saw Don Callis and stuff he did um, way back in WWF, he was just someone that like stuck with me. You know, I always remember Don Callis and I remember when Don Callis like, disappeared and yeah. literally thinking about words Don Callis and then um, and it, that's all just because he made such an impression on me. And now he's really getting to show um, what a good manager he is and what a good talker is with his work with Kenny. So it's too soon to call, but Don Callis could one day be in that that conversation. Uh, hey, Alex and Steph, what are your best wrestling theme from AEW to WWE and New Japan if you watch New Japan, Alex? I do watch it um, for like the G1 and Wrestle Kingdom, but that's it. So I'm not going to be able to give you extensive stuff on that. But I, I certainly compared to Steph, Jesus. But um, I am a I am a watcher of the big events. Uh, best wrestling theme, AEW to... Mm. Uh, uh, go on. AEW, um, Judas and Darby. Yeah, I agree. Um, Judas, for, for sure. I like the Young Bucks. Do... I don't know if that's a controversial oh, thing. I like that's the Young Bucks. It's a banger. Like, I, but I did this the other day. Like, the way their music comes on, like the beginning of it, is great for interrupting people. Yeah. I think it was Jericho they interrupted and just like with that little bit at the back because you have that that moment as a wrestler in the ring uh, because it hasn't started full on of being able to go like, Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's such good interruption music. When, when, um, uh, sorry, I was there live. I just want to say that for Young Bucks at Double or Nothing. You know they had Penta and Phoenix, yeah. and um, that music is a banger live. It is. Yeah. I implore anyone to. It's gonna go super kick party. There's like bounce, bounce, and like the whole arena's <laughs> like, oh yeah. Um, I Young Bucks, Young Bucks for me. I'm I'm a person that has so many wrestling themes on on my phone, and I make like little wrestling um playlists. So, some of my favorite from uh, New Japan are uh, okay. Firstly, Minoru Suzuki. That's like the greatest um current New Japan theme. Um, but then also like I really like Tai Chi's. I actually really like Evil's theme. Um, I like both themes that God have had. Um, I like the Rapungi 3K theme. 
Um, my favorite theme of all time, though, is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura's New Japan theme. I think yeah. that's the greatest. Um, but I'm trying to think of like a current WWE theme that I really like. Um, it's hard. I do like uh, the Street Profits theme. It's really fun. Yeah, um, I, I do. Uh, and it's really good live. Uh, I've, I've heard that one live and it's very good. Um, oh, I like Rey Mysterio's theme. Um, I liked um, Ray Mysterio's original theme. Do you remember that? Which one? Used, you know, when he used to pop out of the ground and he'd be like, um, oh, oh, my God, it's going to bug me so much that I can't repeat the lyrics. And usually I savour these chances. Um, what's nice. the, what's the, the one I have on my phone that I listen to the most is the Booyaka 619. Uh, um, jumping out the sky, are you? Yeah, 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 that's right, yeah. Who's that jumping out yeah. the sky? Are you Mysterio? Here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I've got one um, WWE theme that I actually keep on my liked songs on Spotify. So it's the only one right. that's in there. Do you want to guess what it is? Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Io Shirai. That's a good theme. That's a Bang good up. theme. Banger. Uh, I do like Edge on this day, and I like Triple H um, play the game. I actually like Jericho's WWE theme as well. I, I love Jericho's WWE theme. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was I did I did a quiz once, and um, uh, well, not that long ago, actually, by the time of the Royal Rumble, and it was like all on Zoom and everything. And someone, someone's question, not my question, they were read out the lyrics. <laughs> to Jericho's WWE theme and whoever got the question was just sitting there going like I have no idea and I was sitting watching like is this a fix like <laughs> what <laughs> why isn't this my question <laughs> it's yeah. a great theme right. um oh SP3 says best WWE theme of all time is McIntyre's Broken Dreams <laughs> or me singing it there you go <laughs> uh right I think we're about we're heading on the home straight, Steph. Nine o'clock already. I'll, I'll have one more good one. Quickly get them in, guys, if you have them. If I haven't read it yet, now's your time to get it in. Give Steph one more question um, because we've been waxing lyrical about theme songs. Um, who says this here? Somebody's asked me, if, is he a Newcastle fan? Are you talking to me? Um, Catchpoint says, where is it? Let me find this. God damn it. Um who would win a fight? One Goldberg or a thousand Alex McCarthy? <laughs> this guy, this guy, a thousand of me? Are you joking? We'd we'd talk him into submission. Um, yeah. So get your questions in, and we will see what we can conjure up for Steph in the final one. Wonder what is worse to Alex Goldberg winning the title or a Newcastle relegation? Goldberg winning the title. We'll, I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. It doesn't matter. But Goldberg. Um, I, I hate it. That, I hate it. That everyone thinks I hate Goldberg, the man. I, but you know what? It, you know what it is. It's like so. Your your thing that everyone connects to you is hating Goldberg, <laughs> which my is an awful that, thing. No, but my thing that everyone connects to me is liking Jay White, and you know it's it, 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 it's similar. We we are both multifaceted people. Yes, <laughs> I, I want to be known for my love of the Rock. Come on, don't don't put me in the hate camp. I don't want to be a hater. I mean, I, I do. I do hate him wrestling. But, you know, come on. <laughs> um, right. What else we got? Uh, Steph, who do you see winning the New Japan Cup now that Switchblade is out? I have a, I have not seen the most recent uh, New Japan Cup tournament. Um, yeah. I, I'm cover, currently suffering from New Japan issues based on 
the treatment of switchblade but that's for a whole other show <laughs> that is right. for a whole other show <laughs> what time is AEW? Uh, 11 30 p.m uh, uk time so when this ends at uh nine so two and a half hours from now two and a half hours from now set your phone alarm set your reminder set your everything get your takes everything and that's a fantastic way to you know we always plug at the end of the show anyway do you see how i did that step <laughs> I'm, I'm a skilled <laughs> presenter uh remember guys steph chase you see her handle in the top right hand corner you see mine in the top left make sure you follow both of us on twitter give wrestling daily the love that it deserves on uh on youtube as well we want those thumbs up and we want that subscribe uh, of course while you're here on youtube while you've subscribed to us you better subscribe to steph chase's channel you better subscribe to true hill heat the wrestling daily family make sure you do it until then steph i will see you thursday no more of this friday Marathi. no more <laughs> And it looks like it's going to be a good dynamite. Um, I think it's it's it it's this week is Darby John Silver. Wow, John Silver's back in action. I I love me some John Silver. So. Oh, me too. We do have one ultra chat left from WrestleScope. He says no hot take today. Just wanted to ultra chat to support. We appreciate oh, you. Thank you, WrestleScope. WrestleScope is a great supporter. Yes, he said, having a bad day. Ah, oh, but being with the yeah. Wrestling Daily family is helping. Have a great weekend. We appreciate you, WrestleScope. You know what, Steph? Okay. Um, we are going to do this guest presenter gig one time. We're doing them every Friday. Yeah. Don't know if you've seen. And yeah. I think, given that this, this guy has his own YouTube channel as well, maybe one day yeah. we could do, a, 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 even if it's not a full show, like a segment or so, Maybe WrestleScope, Steph Chase Connection, since he's such a big supporter. What do you think? Yes, he's, and not only that, but he is one heck of a great talker. So, yes. There it is, locked in. We're going to make it happen. Uh, the guest uh, host stuff starts next Friday with Sean Ross Sapp, but I will endeavour to set something up with Steph and WrestleScope. So, until then, Steph will see you next Thursday, 8pm with myself. I'll be back Monday talking about Fastlane. Uh, well, I'll be on TalkSport first or second one of the two and then i'll be here as well so you can catch me live in color or just in your ears uh, until then we'll catch you have a good weekend and enjoy your wrestling What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.